This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast is brought to you by Motorcycle Awareness Month. Spring is in the air, and we all know what that means. Bikes are back. The weather is warmer, and it's a great time to get back out there. It's also Motorcycle Awareness Month. This year, it's all about riders standing together. Wear something yellow to show you're behind the message. Welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray Heron. Great to have you along. If this is the first podcast of ours you've listened to, then I invite you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and come along for the ride on future rides with us. Uh, right now, and I forgive you, uh, forgive me for this podcast being slightly delayed. It is Sunday evening, Sunday of daylight saving. The clocks have gone forward, and my body clock is well off. According to my bike right now, it is 6.41pm, but it's still light, it's pretty much bang on sunset, it's actually 7.41 if if that's to be believed, and I wanted to take the opportunity, the first day of daylight saving, we're still in September and Motorcycle Awareness Month to to go for a ride and have a bit of a chin wag with you. I'm also, I've I've got a camera on, uh, so if you want to see the visuals of this podcast, Go to YouTube, search up Moto NZ, all one word, Moto NZ, and um, watch. Simple as that. Of course, Kiwi Rider Podcast is made by Kiwi motorcyclists for Kiwi motorcyclists. By Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. I ride, Matt rides, Ben rides, Mike rides, and we all do, you know, different sorts of riding. And so we all kind of pull our resources, bring you the stories of the things that we're doing. And this right now is probably the first uh, fun ride that I have done in a very long time. Usually I'm commuting or riding along for a big trip or last big trip, as I've covered very well on the podcast, was uh, the trip up to Topo for Burn Buster, in which I drove the car 600 kilometers up. I got to ride the bike for about 30 kilometers if I'm being generous and then i drove the car with the bike on trailer back 600 kilometers south again it was a bit of a disappointment to be fair but the bike did fantastically if you want to know about that listen to the previous podcasts we're not going to cover that ground again interesting thing that i've noticed and this is only relevant to mt07 mt09 maybe mt10 and t7 is that the clock on these bikes reads fast it almost works out to a minute a month that it moves forward minute a month doesn't seem like an awful lot but at the moment i think i'm about eight minutes fast when you're a commuter and you're going by the clock more often than not eight minutes so there's an interesting thing for you um what else is going down we've got uh gs rally coming up GS Rally 22, and uh, with the government's current COVID guidelines that I don't think is going to be cancelled or postponed. So that's coming up near the end of October. Uh, For more information on that, go to MotoNZ.com, but the GS Rally this year is going to be, you're going to have your standard gravel loop, 
but we're going to have a whole stack of uh, more advanced offshoots, shall we say. So that'll be interesting. Uh, you don't have to ride a BMW to join in on that event. It's open to every single make and model, which is kind of unlike many others. Uh, KTM rides springs to mind. Only KTMs are allowed to join it. I get it and I don't. It's, it's, it's kind of exclusive and I'm, I'm not for that. I'm here for inclusivity. So that's going to be cool. I don't know if I'm going to get up there, but we'll try and cover it on the podcast nonetheless. And of course, it is Motorcycle Awareness Month. So that's not just saying to car drivers, look again for motorcyclists. But it's also saying to motorcyclists, what can we do to bring the, the toll down? We are overrepresented in the, in the road toll in New Zealand, especially this year. But also there are things we can do. It's not just, oh, the car didn't look for me or NZTA didn't sweep the road. You can look at your road positioning. You can brush up on your uh, road rules. There's heaps we can do. And one of the things you could do is a Ride Forever course. I don't think anyone should be too proud to say that there's things that they could brush up on and things that they could learn. And Ride Forever courses this month, um, generally it's a $50 booking fee, and everything else is paid for by ACC. Um, But even that $50 is being waived in a lot of cases this month. So... Go to rideforever.co.nz, find a facilitator near you, book in for a course, make it happen. It's a, it is a lot of fun. I mean, you, you pick up all sorts of little tips and tricks along the way, but it is a great day out on your bike, and you meet some new people, and you get to go and ride some roads that maybe you didn't know existed. I need to book mine this year as well. Uh, what am I doing right now? Well, I said I was out for a fun ride. And I'm out doing a road that I have not done on my Tenere 700 before. I've done this road many times on loan and test bikes that I've had. I remember doing it on the Pan America. I did it on the Harley-Davidson Breakout as well. I am doing Moonshine Road. Moonshine Road from Upper Hutt out to uh, towards Moonshine Motocross Track. It's a twisty, tight, horrible little road, if we're being honest, but it's good for motorbiking. It is getting a bit dark, so I do need to be a bit mindful. And speaking of things that motorcyclists can do to keep themselves safe, I'm I'm trying to take into account all the information that's provided to me right now. I'm reading the road. IPSCA, I think the the IAM Road Smart team call it. Uh, Information, position, speed, IPSK, I'm not sure. Anyway. I'm, I'm taking into account all the information provided to me while I'm riding along, and that is that I've got a little bit of misty stuff on my windscreen here, on my visor. Uh, so the road is damp. It is cold. Um, what else can I tell you? It's getting dark. Visibility is dropping. There could be anything on the road, so we just need to take it easy. Uh, now will probably be a good time to cross back to the studio for future Ray to fill you in on the news. So let's do that now. The team behind BMW's biannual GS Trophy had their work cut out for them to top the 2020 event right here in New Zealand. OK, we might be a little biased there. For 2022, BMW brought the GS Trophy closer to the company's home base 
with Albania selected as the host country. After seven days and around 1,230 kilometres of hard adventure riding, including 15 special tests, Team South Africa came out on top as the winners of the 2022 edition in both the male and female team competitions. When the scores were finally tallied up for the fourth consecutive GS trophy, it was Team South Africa on top. In the male competition, they had made a steady start to the week's competition, but got stronger as the week went on. Physically and mentally strong and so well practiced both individually and as a team, it's clear that if any other nation wants to get a taste of the GS Trophy victory, then they'll have to significantly up their preparation. Team UK came closest to unsettling the South Africans, but readily and respectfully conceded they'd been beaten by a better team. Team Germany took out the well-earned third-place title. The female team's competition couldn't have finished any closer, just one point separating Team South Africa from runner-up Team Germany. With teams receiving points deductions for bike damages such as broken indicators and lever replacements, both teams uh, had been nervously adding up their gains and losses but it fell to South Africa to win the first female GS trophy competition and secure the double. For more on this, photos and the whole story, check out the latest edition of Kiwi Rider magazine. Go to kiwirider.co.nz. KTM's new EV option, KTM has announced it will further bolster its electric offerings with the SXE3, a smaller entry-level offering based on the success of the SXE5 to be released for the 2023 model year. The SXE3 will fill the gap between KTM's Stasic electric balance bikes and the SX5 and the wider Mini Moto range. Featuring the same frame, durable suspension and advanced lightweight construction as the SXE5, the KTM SXE3 retains all the big bike attributes, but in a more user-friendly packaging for young riders. Powered by the same permanent magnet electric motor as in the KTM SXE5, the KTM SXE3 has an output of 3.8 kilowatts with 60 lithium-ion cells providing capacity of 648 watt-hours in a low 48-volt configuration. This translates to approximately two hours of ride time between charges, which KTM claims takes 70 minutes from flat. For more on KTM's new electric offering, the SXE3, E3, check out the latest edition of Kiwi Rider magazine. Go to kiwirider.co.nz. Suzuki has started to announce its 2023 model lineup with the first model to break cover being the updated V-Strom 1050, set to be available in two variants for the first time in the first quarter of 2023. The V-Strom 1050RR utilizes the Strom's classic cast 19-inch front and 17-inch rear wheel set, with the new 1050DE model replacing the XT as the more off-road oriented bike. Well, the fundamentals of the big Strom remain the same as the previous model. With a 1037cc V-twin power plant, Suzuki has injected new technology into the platform, as well as done the unthinkable by giving the big V-Strom a 21-inch front wheel and longer travel suspension. But that's not all. For the 2023 model year, the big V-Strom gets a number of big updates for both the standard and the flagship model. Key updates and improvements for the 
new bike include the move to a tubed 21-inch front wheel uh, and retaining the tubeless 17-inch rear wheel on the DE model, TFT instrumentation, factory skid plate and finally switchable ABS as well as a gravel traction control mode uh, which is all part of the 6-axis IMU electronics package. At the centre remains Suzuki's proven 90-degree V-twin powertrain, which now comes with bi-directional quick shifter for 2023. Power remains the same at 70 kilowatts and 100 newton metres of torque. That's the same as the outgoing XT model, but Suzuki has continued to refine its legendary V-twin to get the most out of it. And for 2023, in addition to the quick shifter and the, ten, the 1050s engine, gets hollow sodium-filled exhaust valves and and a taller first and sixth gear. The new valves help to reduce the temperature in the combustion chamber, which Suzuki claims not only results in better loading efficiency and better fueling, but it also contributes to improving the durability of the engine. Making the bomb-proof V-twin even more so? Sure, why not? Yes, please, we'll have a bit of that. According to Suzuki, the gearing changes make shifting to second and from there through to fifth gear smoother while delivering greater acceleration. The 1050DE also features a new, stronger drive chain with sturdier links and larger diameter pins, as well as a dedicated new shift lever, better suited to off-road riding. And despite the DL650 being dubbed the Weestrom, an all-new contender for the name is soon to head to the New Zealand market. Like the previous attempt at a small-bore Strom, Suzuki has given the new Vstrom 250SX a non-V-twin engine with the 2023 250 utilising the same 249cc single cylinder that's found in the GSX 250. Suzuki has kept the Vstrom 250 styling in the family this time around who remembers the unfortunate circular headlight of the last one with the sx250 taking on the look of the 1050 models that also means led lighting with sharp dr big inspired lines just in a smaller package claimed weight of the vstrom 250 sx is 167 kgs while seat height is around the 835 millimeter mark rolling stock is a classic vstrom sizing of a 19 inch front and a 17 inch rear wheel with 205 millimeter meters of ground clearance. Pulling the SX250 to a halt are Brembo disc brakes with calipers which are backed by dual channel ABS. Looks like a cool little package if you ask me. More information, photos and a whole lot more on this story. Do check out the latest edition of Kiwi Rider magazine. Go to kiwirider.co.nz Just interrupting this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast to let you know it's spring. Have you thought about your motorcycle insurance? Protector Insurance do a massive range of motorcycle insurance. It's motorcycle insurance by motorcyclists for motorcyclists with some awesome benefits like they can give you the booking fee for your Ride Forever course back. They can cover not only your bike but your gear as well and they can do track day cover. So check out protectorinsurance.co.nz and get a quote today. I was incredibly surprised I even saved money on my policy. Protectorinsurance.co.nz That's P-R-O-T-E-C-T-A insurance.co.nz And thanks Protector for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast. Future Ray, you join me back on the 
of my Tenere 700 out for a random little Sunday, middle of a long weekend ride. And I'm cruising up Moonshine Road. Why am I doing this? Because it's daylight saving and I can. And it was still light when I left home, but it's not now. I love talking about modifications, modifications we do to our bikes. And to be honest, with a bike this new Tenere 700, they become less modifications and more bolt-ons. But I uh, bolted on some new parts to my bike. I was on a Facebook group during the week, and uh, a guy was giving away the factory tyres that came on his Tenere 700, as well as selling off a bunch of extras that he'd bought for his bike. It sounded to me like he'd sold his bike. So there was a couple of handles, grab handles, that bolt onto the uh, tail of the Tenere 700, which he was selling. And he was giving away the factory tyres, the factory tyres being Pirelli Scorpion STRs, 21-inch front, 18-inch rear. And they get a bad rap. They come on a lot of bikes. I know the T7 comes on them. Um, the Norden comes on them. I'm pretty sure the... Uh, I'm not entirely sure what bikes they are. Oh, somebody's coming the opposite way. Uh, train of thought gone. The um, CF Motos that Matt... Matt Matthew Day Gillett's been uh, testing out lately. They come on them as well. A lot of bikes come on the Ferrelli Scorpion STR. Popular tyre for OEM fitment. And they get a bad rap. People don't like them. I, I have to say that I'm not a fan of the front on gravel. On the road, it's fine. The rear actually has a really nice profile. And so on the road, it's, it's a stunning tyre. And as far as an adventure tyre goes... It's an outstanding road tyre, considering it's an adventure tyre. There are better tyres off-road, but if you're just doing a bit of light gravel, and indeed, like me, want the best of both worlds, you want to commute and then be able to do a bit of gravel, then they're a brilliant option. And considering people are giving them away, I don't see a problem with them. I'm on my, well, if I'm on my second one now. I, I haven't actually worn one out yet. I got pretty low on the first one that came on my bike, and I'm on the second one now. The first one's still sitting in my garage as a backup tyre, and now I have the um, the brand new one from this guy off Facebook. So I've got three of them, plus the uh, Midas EO7+, Plus, which will go back on the back of my bike at some stage. I'm a bit spoiled for choice as far as tyres go. And then I've got the... Um, I can't stop here. This is a bit on, on an angle. And then I've got the Enduro tyres as well. But, yeah. Yeah, so back on the topic of Motorcycle Awareness Month. Have you been wearing your yellow to show your support for motorcyclists in the motorcycling community of New Zealand? I hope you've been uh, getting involved in the competitions with the Ride Forever page and the things that they're, uh, they're offering, the freebies they've got up for grabs. It's definitely a good uh, initiative given that so many of us are getting back on our bikes for spring. Many things you can do if you have had your bike away in storage over the winter months. Make sure you check those tyre pressures, of course. Check your tyres for cracks, too. If you're not uh, an all-year rider, you don't do many Ks, then your tyres can actually wear out, uh, wear out, kind of, they can perish before they, you use all the tread on them. So, good idea to check those tyres. And if you're unsure... Head in and see your local motorbike shop. Most people will be kind enough just to check things out for you, you know, without having to book in and, and pay for an hour's workshop labour or anything like that. Uh, recently, I was in at Motomart 
I got the tyres changed over to the uh, Midas, not the Midas, the uh, Maxxis Enduros, and they um, took the opportunity to check out my battery, and it could do with a bit of TLC, a bit of replacement, and they were really, really good about it. And they they worked real hard to find a battery I could, you know, put in straight away. They were they were a good bunch of guys. In my view, yeah, I mean, they probably st- stood to make a, a dollar or two on the the sale of a new battery but considering they were reasonably busy that day they uh, i i reckon they went over and above what they needed to do most motorbike shops are pretty good like that because at the end of the day we're all we're all in this for the same thing aren't we whether you ride adventure or enduro or cruiser or sport bike we're all in it for basically the same value i think so yeah uh, maintenance I mean, get that battery checked, check those tyres. What's that flashing light up there? That's quite distracting. Flashing light and a whole bunch of lights up the uh, driveway of a farmer's house. Um, Chain and sprockets are another thing that if your bike runs chain and sprockets, of course, they wear out. Check your your chain tension. That's a big thing. Uh, And then oil and filter. Yeah, it costs a little bit. Oil and filter for... A lot of bikes will be the best part of a hundred bucks, but if you don't do it, then you're you're looking at a couple of thousand to replace the uh, engine internals, right? So, good idea. I've got uh, oil filter chain sprockets sitting on my shelf, ready to go. And I thought my chain and sprockets were done, but uh, I'm getting a little bit more life out of them. And the oil's due. I think I've got less than 2,000 left, 2,000 kilometres left before the oil's due, so there's no harm in doing it early, but I'm just trying to string it out just a little bit longer, closer to that 10,000 kilometre mark is what I'm aiming for. When I do that, I will create a video, take you through the process. If that's something that you're interested in, check out MotoNZ on YouTube. Coming out of... uh, Moonshine Road now onto Bulls Run Road. Bull Runs Road? Bulls Run Road, I think. Which takes us out to the bottom of the hill in Wellington. The hill that goes from the Hutt Valley over to Pawatahanui. It's a very dark road, actually. We're in a valley. I've got quite a bit of tree cover and so I'm just taking it easy. road that I actually did with, it was day three of the Yamaha Adventure Ride we came out here. It was a road linking two uh, off-road sections that we were doing. And if you carry on out past Haywards, of course, you get to the new transmission gully, which I'm contemplating doing this evening. Guys, this is Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray Heron. And as I said at the start of the show, we are a podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. We want to hear from you. Not only what do you want to hear on the show, we want your input. We want you on the show. We want to share your story. Uh, a segment that comes up intermittently called Real Kiwi Riders, in which we talk to just that, Real Kiwi Riders. And you don't have to be technically a Kiwi, as long as you're in this country or you've got links we'd love to hear from you what's your story are you uh obviously we're quite adventure centric here because that's kind of what most of us do but are you uh 
I don't know. Have you bought a new bike? Have you been on some awesome rides? Have you done the TAT? What is it? The Trans-American Trail or something like that? Have you done any big rides like that? Come on, share your story. Get in touch with us. You can email me, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. You can um, get in touch on social media as well. Kiwi Rider Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to share your story. And if you've got any gear that you want to hear about, any opinions, we're open to that sort of thing as well. Got any questions on gear? What's the, I don't know, it's a silly question, but what's the best jacket? What's the best tyres? Got any technical questions? What's the best oil? What does this oil even do? What does it mean? What's the difference between this and that? Hit us up with those questions because then we can go, okay, people want to know this. We'll go and research it and we'll talk to the people in the know. Speaking of gear, I'm talking to you right now using the Cardo Pack Talk Edge Bluetooth unit uh, linked to my phone. And I'm just recording you on an app on my phone. And I know that it's not the best system for that. There are occasionally some audio dropouts. And it's uh, a work in progress that we're working with Cardo on. And, of course, the New Zealand distributor, uh, motogear.co.nz. But the Cardo units are our pick for communicators. Um, I definitely rate the Cardos over the centers. And we've tested them all, so you can go back in the um, podcast back catalogue and listen to different tests and bits and pieces that we've done. And you can also check out written and videos at motonz.com. But I guess that's about us. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray Heron. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me on this first ride of Daylight Saving. It's technically, it's got to be spring now, surely. People say it's not spring until like the 20-somethingth of September. But, I mean, we're a daylight saving now, so surely it's spring. So we've got some rides coming up. We've got some more fun stuff happening on the show. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Join us for the next episode. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time. Spring is in the air, and we all know what that means. Bikes are back. The weather is warmer, and it's a great time to get back out there. It's also Motorcycle Awareness Month. This year, it's all about riders standing together. Wear something yellow to show you're behind the message. And thanks to Motorcycle Awareness Month for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast.